1: Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome, everybody. Gosh, are we glad you're here? Rossi Ross Matthew. Well, hi. Shall we? Yes, let's do it. Let's All news right, it. Hit the headlines. Okay, mm-hmm. first up, Insider Reports, Clint Eastwood is set to direct the upcoming legal drama, Juror Number Two, starring our dear friend, Tony Collette, and our new friend, Nicholas Hoult. Oh yeah, we love it. God, them. get me to this movie already. I can't right? even handle it. I love them both so much. Well, by the time the movie starts shooting, Clint will be 93 years young. Wow. I know. <laughs> And
2: 93.
1: fun fact about uh, Clint Eastwood. Yes, please. Um, he is um, like this metaphor in the business because he does everything in basically like one take.
3: Yeah, well, he's 93, he's like, let's go, let's yeah, go, exactly. let's go. We gotta do it. Yes. Can you imagine 93 you're like, oh, I'll do another movie. When I'm 93, I promise you I'll be a few things. I'll be tan and leathery, I'll be <laughs> in a kimono, and I will be sitting down, you know what I'm saying? I'll just be like, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, I just described my life right now, just so you I was so you about know. to say,
1: yeah. so you today, but then I look at you, and you have the face of a baby's butt. Aww. Like, it's so tight and shiny, so you're not there, you're not leathery yet. <laughs> oh, I'm tight and shiny. You yeah. are tight and shiny. That
3: was my fraternity name, tight and shiny. <laughs> All right, next, Insider reports that Beatrice Flamini spent 500 days, 230 feet below the surface. To study how people cope underground for extended periods of time, she went into a cave, you guys. The 50-year-old mountaineer went into the cave on November 20th, 2021, and spent her time knitting, reading, and exercising. (laughs) This is crazy. This is, I mean, in the name of science, it's great, but if there's not a mini bar or like... (laughs) Wi-Fi, I'm just not doing it. Yeah, and you know, she never showered when she was in there, the whole 500 days. They dropped food off to her, but she never saw another person. And then every five days, someone
1: picked up her waist. It is (laughs) wild. Like, and like, is this, I I don't even know what to say about it, but I'm just so happy we're talking about it, but I don't even have words. It's just a shocking story.
3: Well, here's the question. (laughs) How long would you last in the cave? Could you do five days?
1: I mean, five days sounds nice. <laughs> like, what would who you doesn't think? want to just kind of escape at all and, you know? Yeah. But I'm a real light junkie. Yeah. So, like, the, the darkness, how did she survive the darkness? Yeah, she just knitted, she said. <laughs> I mean, how how much can
3: you knit? Wait, one booty, two booty, five? How many days? What are you doing? Was
1: there somebody she was like trying to
3: avoid? Cause this takes that really far. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, after a bad date, just go
1: live in a cave for 500 days, you'll be healed. I don't know what this is all about, but it fascinates me nonetheless. And I'm glad we're discussing it, even though I don't totally understand it. But good for her. All right, next, if your company hasn't jumped on board with the four-day work week trend that we always talk about here at the desk, because I'm a big advocate for it, how does this sound? Glam reports Freedom Fridays are now catching on. Okay, so what it is, is you chill out and you take on a lighter workload on Fridays to reward yourself for being so productive earlier in the week. I also thought if you do have to show up for a job, um, or you have that type of structure that you can't just sort of kick back on Fridays, maybe you could mentally do this to yourself a little bit. Like, I've been productive, I've been productive, I've been productive. Like, I could go easier on myself on Fridays. Yeah,
3: Freedom Fridays. Freedom Fridays. I like frozen margarita Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) I would like that, right? That now, now I'm sold. (laughs) (laughs) Freedom. Blend me. (laughs) Okay. Finally, how many of us have reached for our phones the second we wake up? You guys do that? Come on.
1: All right, can you guys like show hands who grabs their phone first thing in the morning? Be honest. Thank Thank you. you.
3: Thank you. How many people lay there going, "Don't grab the phone! Don't grab the phone! Don't grab the phone! Don't grab the phone!" You go,es yeah. Wait, people over here had their this hands up.
1: Gentleman in like the black sweatshirt did not raise his hand.
3: Interesting. You don't grab your phone? No, I just don't. I just in social media is not really my thing.
1: Oh, really? But even to check a message or? Nah, nah. Uh, what is your name? Gregor. Greg, Um, hold that thought for one second. Well, how long have you lived in a cave? (laughs) 500 days, interesting. Interesting. Did you happen to see a woman down
3: there? Yeah, (laughs) was she knitting? (laughs) Well, if you don't check your phone, um, you might be in the minority. HuffPost reports uh, there are ways to break the habit and give yourself a chance to hear your own thoughts in the morning. They say it's healthier. So here's what they they say you should do. Use an alarm clock that isn't your phone. Okay, maybe try keeping your phone in another room at night. And they also say try creating a different morning ritual, like going for a walk for five minutes or reading a book before you start scrolling, things I will never do. Like these are the things you like,
1: this I should do, but I'm not going to. Well, I'd like to ask our friend Greg, what do you suggest doing uh, first thing when you wake up?
2: Get out of bed and make it.
1: Oh, you're that guy. <laughs>
3: Congratulations on your choices.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) I really do. And you remind me of the 90s.
3: Why does he (laughs) remind you of the 90s?
1: Because we just didn't have phones. Oh. There was no option about this. Got you. Um, I I do subscribe. Greg, I'm very proud to tell you. I even have evidence of it. So that is my alarm clock. It comes on as the radio. So like, I get to wake up to a surprise, I don't know what's happening song.
3: It looks like you got it from a time machine that you went back (laughs) to 1988 and got it. I mean, that's an old school alarm clock with that red glow.
1: Because I didn't want my phone to wake me up because I didn't want it near my bed because it was too tempting and I want to keep the electronics at a distance. Smart. Well, before we go, a book recommendation, everybody. It's called Glimmer. It's written by actually, my best friend Cameron Diaz's. Uh, It's written by a person who is very, very near and dear to her and because of that, I've actually spent a bit of time around her as well. Kimberly Shannon Murphy is Cameron, has been for many years, her stunt double. Mm. So it's a very brave, strong woman and it tells Kimberly's personal story of hope, healing, finding a glimmer of light in the darkness. And Kimberly's an exceptional person and this is an exceptional book. And Cameron and I were like, we should talk about this. Yeah. A glimmer. Glimmer. Well, next, we have some good news about a great couple. We have a full circle moment from a couple who was on our show. You're not gonna believe this, come right back. Here is some good news that hits actually close to home, our home. Earlier this season, we had a couple on the show, Captain Joseph Deacon and Gabby Timothy. Oh, so cute. Well, Gabby surprised him in a segment called While You're Here.
3: Yeah, she said, it was so beautiful. And I remember she said the sweetest things to him, and then we surprised them with the trip of a lifetime. And they have some exciting news to share. Check it out.
0: Thank Thank you, Drew. I'm Gabby. And I'm Captain Deacon.
2: And we're so thankful for the opportunity to surprise this amazing man for his work in the community. And being able to surprise him in front of your entire audience was a dream come true. The vacation was an even bigger surprise.
0: Thank you very much, Drew. It was an amazing experience. I was so surprised. The resort was amazing. La Cantera
2: Resort in San Antonio. The spa
0: was amazing. and uh, the, the, just the level of professionalism in addition to the wonderful restaurants that we Good ate problem. at every night. We had such a grand experience and it, the, the space is so romantic. It was well called for, for us to be able to have a surprise of our own. And just to say, we we're, got engaged. we're engaged <laughs> and we're thrilled. It was such a great experience. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you.
1: Congratulations for you both. All right, next singer and social media star with over 62 million followers, Madison Beer is here.
0: Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill,
2: patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back,
1: get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
2: I could stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution.
1: 10 years ago, one tweet from a music superstar completely changed our next guest's life. Um, Take a look. At just 13 years old, Madison Beer's life changed overnight when Justin Bieber tweeted her cover of Etta James' At Last, calling her a future star. This catapulted her into the public eye, landing her a record deal at Island Def Jam Records. Over the course of the last decade, she has accrued millions of followers, billions of streams, one certified platinum, and three certified gold singles, and worked with some of the biggest names in music. But that's only half the story. Behind the curtain, Madison was struggling immensely with prescription drugs, destructive relationships, public shaming, and mental health issues. And now at 24, she's addressing it all. In her new memoir, The Half of It, in hopes to be a guiding light for those facing similar issues. I applaud, commend, and respect her bringing the real story out into the forefront, especially when she has the attention of so many. Why you chose to tell your truth when you live in a, an amazing world with the attention of so many in what could totally be gotten away with as a veneer? Because I was
4: struggling alone for so long and I felt like I didn't have anyone that was being open with it and I felt like I was, I was just by myself in this and I felt like something had to be severely wrong with me to be the only person in this industry that felt this way. And so when I started having these conversations in private and I started realizing that everyone is actually struggling and no one is as happy as they seem, I was like, we have to talk about this,
1: I think. I'm so glad that you did. Everybody struggles. Yeah. So I related on levels that um, are difficult to talk about. And I want to thank you because you're discussing stuff right now that I wanna make you feel safe about because I've been there. Thank you. So when you were struggling, there was like attempts at escaping life. Yes. Tell me about that.
4: I got to the point that I just, things caught up with me that I never had acknowledged, I never wanted to face. I feel like I was sort of putting on this facade and living in this like role I had been assigned for so long and it just all caught up to me one day and then one day turned into weeks and months and honestly I feel like it was at least a year that I was just always in this sort of like suicidal ideation mindset. It felt very normal to me to think about that at the end of every day um, and then, yeah that wasn 't until I ended up actually making an attempt and was thankfully obviously unsuccessful but i don 't know it just all it just all became too much, and that 's when I also decided like okay, clearly there 's something more for me to live for if i wasn 't successful and I want to do something with that, and I want to be able to say I made the choice to live, and what am I going to do now? What does that mean and did this happen
1: twice
4: yeah i don't i don 't like to I guess admit that it happened twice because the second time I sort of still brush off as like, no, that, and that should just show show how like not serious it was to me anymore. It became so normal that sitting on a balcony and debating, jumping off was just something that I kind of did. And that's why I'm like, was that really that big of a deal? And now obviously with a lot of reflection and writing about it, obviously yes. But yeah, no, it. so yeah, definitely twice at least.
1: Me as well. Yeah. Twice. I don't know if I really wanted to leave the earth. I was so desperate mm-hmm. that I did not know where else to turn. Right,
4: just wanted like a way out, even if it was maybe temporary, but obviously it can't be. There's no like way to describe it. I always used to say to my best friend, I just want a temporary death. I'm like, maybe it's not forever, but right now it's too much and I want out
1: currently. How did you find your way out back I ask because I've had to ask myself these very same questions. Definitely, I still ask it. I think that my biggest thing though was
4: I started doing a lot of inner child work. I started healing the little girl in me like very seriously and that was something I sort of dove in head first. I was like, this has to be what I start with. I have to start with the beginning of where I feel like this pain is coming from. So I really just like took that very seriously. I went on a couple of mental health retreats. I did therapy every single day of the week. I just I just really committed to getting better, whatever better even means. So I just I don't know, I I started to love myself the same way I try to love other people.
1: Okay. I love you. I know that for sure. <laughs> I love you too. Everything you just said that was a real roller coaster of incredible productiveness Thank in you. seeking help in self-awareness, in giving grace to others, realizing you're not giving it to yourself. And you get to be the real you. You have carved that path out for yourself with bravery and courage and strength. And I applaud that because you never have to be fake or anyone but you. Thank you. It's amazing. It truly, truly is. Now, I work here in this beautiful space with Ross Matthews. You know him. I love you him. You guys have done Drag Race together. Do you mind if we pull that sensitive funny please. bird into the conversation? Yes. Please. please. All right. We'll be right back. I want to call Ross.
3: <laughs> Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Matching. Hi everybody, hi. You know I love you, Madison. I love you. Okay, you were on Celebrity Drag Race with me. You got to go out there in drag. (laughs) Unbelievable. Do you remember what your drag name was on our show? Coral Fixation. Coral Fixation. I'll never forget, come on. (laughs) What was that experience like, I have to ask?
4: It was, I mean, being a fan of Drag Race for 10 plus years has been like, it's my dream. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was incredible. It was the coolest thing I've ever done, maybe. Yeah. I'll always be the biggest fan.
3: Well, I have seen every one of your videos, okay? I'm such a fan of you. Stop you know it. this. I, but I know that you are also a super fan of pop culture, and that you, at one point, had a Rihanna fan page that
4: you ran anonymously. Is this true? I will never live this down. I know. This will follow me to the grave. Yes, I did. I did. Did you ever meet her? I did, I met her like a year ago at one of her Fenty events and it was, I was just embarrassing. What did you say? Okay, so. (laughs) Okay, thank you, (laughs) thank you, thank you. It was, I have this thing where anyone who I love and I'm obsessed with, I just word vomit things that I'm like, why would you ever say that? Like that's just <laughs> embarrassing and like so stupid. I think Rihanna was was like, okay girl. But, so we were having not even a conversation. First of all, I was at her event and there's of course everyone's trying to take a photo with her and I don't even want a picture. I just want to, I don't even want to be in her presence. I'm too like afraid, but I of course do want to be. So her assistant was like, it's your turn. And my friend's taking a video and you could literally see in the video, she's this close to me, but her assistant is here. And I'm like, I'm not ready, I can't do this. And I'm completely terrified. And she's like, no, come on, like go, cause you can say hi. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hey. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, Madison. And I'm like, I could not believe she knew my existence. It was pretty shocking to me. And then we hugged, took a photo, very quick one. And then as I'm walking away, I was like, Pisces queen. And I'm, I'm like, a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Oh, my God! What are we? I don't know so much in common! What's happening?
1: (laughs) But I said that to Rihanna. I was like, Pisces Queen! And I I just, like, wouldn't say that in, like, passing. That is so fun and cool. And I just applaud you for being you. I applaud you for telling your truths. And I can see your, objectively, like, the good that you will do with this amazing book
0: that you wrote. Thank you so much. Thank you.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to see what you do you next. Know, being vulnerable, so powerful. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, Madison. Well, thank you here <laughs> Madison's memoir. The half of it is available now. And everybody here, we make this show for you. So just take it with you, especially when people are willing to give it yeah. like you are. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondry Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on Autotrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Autotrader, too.
0: Start your mornings right with the same mug as seen on The Drew Barrymore Show. Take 20% off at checkout with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Drew Barrymore products with code DREW20 at ParamountShop.com.